0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BronxPinstripes.com proudly brings to you the most exciting Yankees podcast in the world. George's box. Welcome back to George's box. I'm JJ. I'm Nick. And it's significantly worse to be a Yankee fan today than it was one week ago.
2: Every week, every week it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, Matt, what was it? It was the St. Louis series. I was like, oh, this will probably be rock bottom. And that was two and a half weeks ago.
1: Yeah, well, you know what it is to me is, you know, the, we're we're taking away the the calendar, we're adding injuries, we're losing games like in the standings. We only have an eight game lead. We've got two teams behind us in our own division who are eight games behind us. And when you've been sixteen games up, like that is nipping at your heels when you're. Playing as bad as the Yankees have played it since whatever – like there are so many obscure dates people throw out there of like, well, since June 14th uh, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, central time. Like, yeah, they're just – they're bad. They've been very bad. They're very bad and they're also – I'm sick of this resting on the laurels
2: of being in first place thing. Like nobody else in the division is really playing very well. Tampa Bay second with a 542 winning percentage and Boone's sitting there. We'll talk about it. He's pounding the table, talking about how, oh, we're still a first place team. Like they did this last year. Oh, we're a playoff team. You know, they were, they were banging that drum and, and the fans and guys like me and you're like, we're watching you play and you guys suck. And they're like, oh, they're resting on these laurels of the standings. Like that's not going to help you
1: in October if you're playing like shit. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be very deep into October. You know, you can. You'll be there for your kids for Halloween easily. We've gone from oh one seed to oh we'll
2: we'll we'll still get a buy to oh we'll still win the division to will, will we win the division? Like it just keeps getting worse.
1: Yeah, I mean, and obviously, like this team can turn around any point. Like, all right, let's play the if they go five hundred the rest of the way, ninety four wins. I'm sick of that game, and that's— Remember 117, everyone can suck our dicks? 94 if we go—if we go 500, which we have not done in quite some time. We haven't won a series in the month of August. The last series we won was Kansas City,
2: end of July, and we have two games against the Mets. We're facing Scherzer tonight, so that
1: that they're not going to win this series. We're praying for rain. Was praying for rain. Yeah.
2: And then we go to Oakland for four games. You know, maybe they split that or something. They're probably going to go the entire month of August without winning a series. Like, let that sink in. It's bad,
1: dude. It is bad. And like, you know, I, I kept saying September first, and we're hearing, you know, Stanton's going to be back Thursday in Oakland, and Clay Holmes threw off the mount because now we're also at a point where it was like there was bad bullpen, and now there's we're we're hitting a point like for tonight there are no arms like people just aren't available yeah no Holmes,
2: no F Ross. chappie's kind of back to being mediocre yeah there's nobody that you can even turn to it's it's so funny how things change like in may they were on pace to have the best bullpen of all time mike king and green were balling and it's it's a combination of injuries and and guys coming back down to earth but it's it's been a crazy combination of of just shitty play shitty coaching bad luck i mean like it's a lot has to go wrong for something like this to happen, and it's basically just all gone wrong.
1: Dude, uh, uh, like everything has gone wrong. Everything has gone wrong. And it's like, yeah, oh, Cabrera came up and like he's fun. Still not winning games.
2: No. <laughs> he is fun though. I mean, p- making sick plays in right field, making sick plays at short, like he's just a ball player. Hey, we had tell.
1: the top five plays of the week. Number one was the Donaldson Grand Slam. Number three was uh, judge making a play in right field. Five, four, and two were him at three different positions. <laughs> well, what's your line? Who wants to play baseball today? He he does. So let's just let's talk about. Uh, to me, like uh, the team sucks. I I don't know how many different ways I can cut it up and and serve you the same shit. <laughs> like at this point, the podcast, like for us to to do it and come out here and and make anything entertaining for anyone. Like we're doing the Taco Bell menu. It's all beef, cheese, tortilla. We're just putting it in different fucking ways. (laughs) That's all we're doing every week for the month of August. Cause these guys fucking suck. And we, so Boone, I agreed with Boone, Boone finally stuff. You know what i want him to do? And he's, I know he's a nice, he's probably like a fucking Christian boy or whatever the fuck. I wanted some curses. Like when he was like, they're freaking good. Like say fuck. Tell us, say fuck to Meredith. All right. (laughs) Sometimes you need a fuck to just like get the how serious this is. And I so fairly, he was criticized because it seems like the the anger was towards Meredith for asking the question. Like I've got to stop answering these questions every day. Well, give us a reason to not ask them. You won't have to answer them, which is fair. So it's fair to get like that criticism. Um, But there was, I don't know, it seemed like he gave a shit for the first time in a long time that, uh, you know, I've been looking for a manager to do this since Girardi was a manager. I'm just like, who wants to be a fucking baseball player today? And I feel like we're on the cusp of it because end of the day, I know he's got, what, three more years left on his contract? Yeah, (laughs) Don't win the division and you're gone. Like you're you're on the streets. You can't bring that guy back. I don't know if I agree with that. I I think they could collapse,
2: and Cashman will say, "Oh, we still trust the process." But I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that.
1: But what's the process? We're here. We're at the process. <laughs> I know, but Cashman loves Aaron Boone. I mean, he he. Well, I think Cashman a- has to has to go too. Oh, uh, okay. So you're saying I mean, you go, like this would be this is the worst. The the crazy thing is is it won't even be like eligible for like biggest September collapses because it's been going on for so long
2: yeah the Mets I think in 20, 2007 they blew a seven game lead with 17 to play and then in 2011 the Red Sox I think we're up like 10 or 12 games at a point over the summer and then and then blew that lead but yeah this this would be right up there I mean I'd be I'd be fine with that I'm hoping we don't I'm hoping we don't get to that point I still think they could rebound Stan could come back Holmes could get right. I still do believe they could make a run. I'm not. I'm not fully giving up yet. But the, the the thing that scares me is these guys really don't have any resiliency. It's like they get in a rut and they just let it. They let it spiral out of control. Like they don't seem to be able to put their foot down. You know, Cole is supposed to be the stopper. He he can't stop the losing streaks. Like you know, they he's really the most emotional
1: again. of them all. Yeah, he is the most emotional of them all. And you know what, Cole, stay in the fucking dugout. Don't hop the railing, you fucking asshole. Because you know what? Because you. St- because you keep going out there and not being the guy. And guess what guy we don't need? The suspended guy. That's not yeah. the guy we need. Because a six foot eight, 275 pound man took a breaking ball off his butt cheek. You're going to jeopardize a starter or two, or if not injury, because you got to be the fucking first guy out there. But you know what? Not passing the Audi side. Honestly, I kind of I just I can't get on
2: guys for showing emotion like he's pissed off. He went out there. But I I agree from just a pure pitching perspective. You got to pitch better, dude. It's six. I was at the track on on Saturday. I didn't see any of the game, but six innings, four runs like no six innings, one run, six shutout, seven shutout. Like that's what we're fucking paying for. We are paying a plus money and we're getting like B,
1: B work from him. Did you see Portnoy at the track? He was up at saratoga i did not yeah him and big cat were up there um yeah i just i look at it and i get what you're saying you want you want some emotion right i don't think anyone has at any point questioned if cole cares or if he has like emotion about it right my issue is It's not the like, hey, I'm disappointed because I went out there and I pitched bad and I'm trying to stop. It's showing up your teammates with – listen, yeah, you don't need – you're not going to convince me from the mound that Aaron Hicks sucks. I know Aaron Hicks sucks. I've got fucking eyes. I bet there are blind people who know that Aaron Hicks sucks. You could write it in Braille, but I don't need – that's not – you want $36 million. You don't show up your teammates on the field. And if it's judge gets hit in the head, you can run out there with a fucking bat. I don't give a shit. But he takes one in the ass and he's walking down the line and you're the ace and you're pitching like shit. You're not the first guy over the fucking railing. You're the guy who's got to be telling people like, hey, let's keep our cool because a bunch of suspensions aren't going to help us. And the, the hit by pitch is not egregious enough to start a fight. It's not in the shoulder blades. It's not by the neck. It's not by the head. Yeah. I think
2: it got him like on the elbow guard. Like you could hear it hit the guard. Like it was, it was fine. He was fine, but just really just, you know, we went from just like bagging on IKF and Hicks every week and just talking about them being the weak links. And like, I can't, I'm almost done with getting on here every Monday or every Tuesday and just reading out Hicks's 205 batting average and IKF's one home run. It, now it's about the rest of the guys. Like we know those two guys aren't going to do shit and never will do shit. The 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 other guys on the team, Rizzo, even Judge has been slumping for a week or so. Like no nobody is playing well. There's not one guy on this team that's playing well right now.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, so I I just rewatched and you were right. It did get him on the uh on the elbow pad. But even as he's walking down the line, he's the judge is the one saying, no, like, get back. And Cole is Cole's making it about him, which still, I think Garrett Cole is an excellent baseball player, excellent pitcher. I think he's got something going on, whether it's spider attack mechanics at some point, because the way they come in bunches, it's I feel like he's got to be tipping something. But. It was very it reminded me of of uh, Gardner. When every time he got out, it was like, "Let me bang, let Brett bang." No, you're a distraction, and right now we don't need that distraction. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue
2: with that. The, I mean, the vibes are just horrible all around. Uh, I I can't defend. There's no anything. fun to be had. No, no, and and I, I don't know. So, what do you think of this? So, Judge made a comment that you know, energy's low in the dugout. He said that to Meredith or somebody, and Bo- and then they asked Boone about it, and in his typical blind optimism, you know pixie glass (laughs) eyes glasses he says oh i you know i don't notice that that is a disconnect if your best player judge the guy that everybody looks up to says there's the lack of energy in the dugout and then boone goes well everything's hunky-dory i don't really see that like there's a disconnect there man
1: yeah no i've spent when i saw the anger that boone displayed in his response when I saw exactly what you're saying, judge is saying there's something off and he's like, oh, it's fine. And I get it. You got to kind of like he thinks he's covering for his players. This goes back to a point that I made maybe two, three weeks ago. Aaron Boone would be an amazing major league manager if he had three, four years as a bench coach. He doesn't know how to handle these situations like he's great, like he can put together a decent lineup He could tell guys like, hey, let's go. I fucking lie. I believe in you. He could put on a glove and go out there and play a little first, play a little third, pick it with the boys because he's still young enough. He's excited. He's kind of corny in the way he gets guys going. But when the going gets tough, he doesn't know what to do. He's never successfully navigated it before. He's a Tim Wakefield because he was slumping when he got the, the fucking home run. He's a Tim Wakefield knuckler that floated in the zone is what got us here. No adversity. Now, obviously, he went through health things and whatever, but hasn't like worked his way out of like real adversity in this role even once.
2: No, he kind of reminds me of like your, you know, you probably have one, a friend who's like really chill, really laid back, like rich kid, grew up rich. And, you know, maybe like hanging out with him, you like going to his beach house, but like you would never, if you were in a sticky situation or you needed somebody to talk to, like you would not go to that person, that friend. That's kind of what Boone reminds me of, like grew up rich in a baseball family, everything handed to him. You know, he's cool. He's relaxed. Everybody likes him. But like you said, has no idea
1: how to fight through adversity. Yeah, not the guy I would go to not like. Yeah. He's a bro. He's like a SoCal bro. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Sup, yo? Like, (laughs) that, I mean, that's what it is. There's never, have you ever been like, have you ever watched a game and been like, fucking good move, Boone? No. Never. You, You know what? There, I think. I think there was one, the game
2: last year that when Stanton hit that grand slam and they, but you know what? That wasn't even Boone. That was just, we put the lineup. So it was lefty, righty, lefty, righty. And Cora made a mistake. So, so no, no, I haven't. And uh, yeah. And Girardi was kind of the opposite. Girardi scrapped his way through the minors, like went to college, right. Was never that good. Was never that respected and just worked his way up bench coach. And then he was with the Marlins, yada, yada, yada. And Boone is just the, the opposite. And Boone was handed this job. The best job you could get in baseball with no experience. I mean, why? If you're somebody like that, why wouldn't you think everything's just going to work out for you? It always has. He's married to a Playboy model. Everything's always worked out for him.
1: Damn. That really puts it in perspective, right? Like nothing bad has ever. Like, yeah, he obviously had a. There'll be someone who'll yes. be like, he had a fucking heart surgery. It's like, yeah, we know that. But we're talking baseball. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like he is not.
2: Yeah, is his manager, I just, right? Or like something. At a point his dad was on the coaching staff when he was playing. Like he's always had comfortability.
1: Yeah. No, I and it is very much like I mean, there was it felt that even like the old tricks that the Yankees do of old timers day, retiring fucking O'Neal's number and all that stuff. And I, I guess um with old target like something went on with bernie like i don't even know because like there's just not there's not an excitement around this team and the last thing i want to do is take in extra content other than like what i'm punishing myself through watching these games oh yeah 100 i mean i didn't well yeah what did you think
2: of the uh of the o'neill ceremony let's just just jump into that my first takeaway was like how steinbrenner totally blew off o'neill's wife like you know, Hal was walking out and he just completely ignores her. And Paul's like, hey, this is my wife, Nevali or Nevali, or whatever her name is. And he basically didn't even look at her and then just fist bumped O'Neill.
1: I thought that was weird. Well, so I don't think that's anything like personal against his wife, because if you notice, so I didn't watch the whole ceremony because really I don't give a shit. Like I stopped caring about these like days and ceremonies of, uh, like many years of not winning a World Series ago. OK, like that's like I don't uh, seeing Paul O'Neill reminds me that we haven't won a World Series in a long fucking time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like I've talked about last week, I got I got so burned out after the Mariano and Jeter farewell tours. I just I don't have any more of this in me. I, I was at yeah. Jorge Day. I think I was at Andy Day. Like those are my guys, but it's, it's over. <laughs> but
1: yeah, unless you're going to pick up a fucking bat, I don't care. And so but I did see the how thing because of the booze. And so I don't know that he is – he like snubbed uh, O'Neill's wife as much as like he's an awkward weird dude because they were like oh, coming out with like the the way – first of all, whoever was reading the – like doing the announcements, it was weird. They were like a plaque like the center field with all the inscriptions and like, it was very choppy, the delivery. And then Hal comes out of the dugout. Guy comes out behind him carrying the thing. You know, whatever the guy does, whatever his job is there. He's on the ground screw, whatever. And Hal's now Hal's in front of him, as he should be. He's supposed to go out, shake his hand, the guy sets up the thing behind him, Hal turns, whatever. Hal like slowed up, let that guy get in front of him. He like cut behind the guy carrying the plaque. The guy carrying the plaque at one point was directing Hal, like as if he was pointing to him, like, that's where the mound is. That's Paul O'Neill. You should know these things. (laughs) So, like, the whole thing was weird. He's getting booed. And, like, to a certain extent, it's just like – it's just a reminder of what we don't have right now, all these ceremonies to me. Yeah. No, it's
2: perfectly said. And the other thing is, like, I never – I like Paul O'Neill. I enjoyed watching him play. I saw him, you know, towards the end of his Yankee tenure. To me, you got to be, like, a Hall of Fame level player or at least be in that – a borderline Hall of Famer, like, even like a CC I'd probably give it to Paul O'Neill to me. If you're not even like on the Hall of Fame ballot, like the, the conversation
1: has to end there. So I tweeted a while ago. So let's, let's talk retired numbers. Yep. Do I believe that with the current standard that the Yankees have, Paul O'Neill should have his number retired? Yes. Do I believe that the Yankees current standard for retiring numbers is too low? Also, yes. I believe that to have your number retired, and I'm what – like we talk a lot about like the mental health of players and stuff and how like little things throw them off. Do you remember the movie The Fan? Uh, like, is uh, the, Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro. Is that – um, I know the movie Big
2: Fan. It's about like a crazy Giants fan that like lives with his mom. So, so it's it like the, that? It's The Fan. OK. It's the I didn't the see fan. it then. I didn't see it then.
1: No, it's The Giants. It's about The Giants. I think we're oh, off. then That's I did the see movie. it. I did yeah, see yeah. It. Robert okay. De Niro. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And part of it is like they trade for this all-star, Wesley Snipes, and he can't get his number. And he's – Benicio Del Toro has it. He won't give it to him. He's slumping. Robert De Niro, the big fan, kills Benicio Del Toro because now the number's available as if they would just immediately give it to him. Yeah. So sometimes players prefer to wear a certain number. And we have taken so many out of circulation. In my mind, I believe that the standard to have your number retired should be that you are number one, a Hall of Famer. If you are not in the Hall of Fame, in the Baseball Hall of Fame, you should not have your number retired. Someone else can wear that number. Now, if you want to have a monument in center field, fucking make the whole outfield monuments. I don't give a shit. But telling people you can't wear this number Because a guy who was not one of the best to ever do it wore it is crazy. I think you should also have to have won a World Series with the Yankees. So if you haven't won a World Series, yeah, you you shouldn't have your number retired. I think that's fair. That's what we're playing for. Mm -hmm. And I think you should have to be a Yankee for 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Okay. Okay. I think you're a little bit more stringent than me. Like
2: if, you know, looking back. Like, we look back on these dynasty teams, right? Obviously, Jeter, yes. Mariano, yes. You know, I know Clemens was only here five or six years, but he was he was a horse for us. He won two World Series. He won a Cy Young with us. Like, so you can wear 22? I would. I mean, Roger Clemens might be the greatest pitcher of all time. I know we only had him for six years, but, like, that's maybe an exception for me. Like, I would consider a guy like also that. Also
1: not in the Hall of Fame. Not I
2: mean, in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the
1: Hall of Fame, but you're— because the guy stopped here for six years, was on some good teams, you're going to tell a guy who's trying to get his career going, we're trying to win. We need the best guys. We need them in the best mental place. You can't wear 22. I yeah, think you I should mean, be able to tough. wear 51. I think you should be able to wear 20. I think you should be able to wear 44. I think you should be able to wear 15. There well, was, I, I, not I think they should fame.
2: unretire Reggie now that
1: he works for the fucking Astros. Like. I, so it's not even a matter of that because like, he went into the Hall of Fame as an athletic. I just think like – he was here for a couple of years, won a couple of World Series. I think he went in as a Yankee, dude. I think he went in as a Oakland oh, A. What's it? Or did he? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, why is it blurry? Come on, clear up. Oh, he did go in as a Yankee. I, I thought, yeah, there. I don't know how I, I, feel like I remember
2: seeing him do an interview. But yeah, because he was with the A's for like 10 years and only with us for five. Um, But yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, like Pettit, Bernie. Yeah, I, I can I can see the argument for no, for sure. But again, very good
1: guys. Yeah, I'm not saying they can't come to the stadium. I'm not yeah. saying charge them for tickets. I'm saying the tools that a person needs to do their job. Like, we're just we're running out of numbers. We called up three guys last week with numbers in the 90s. That's fucking weird. It is. It is.
2: And and O'Neill was he wasn't even close to a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's it's the standards of the standards have dropped. And the, now they're like out. That, that's the other thing. The other thing is, if this group doesn't win, they can't retire any of these numbers. You can't retire, Judge. The Yankees don't win a championship here, right? Like, that'd be... I, I can't even imagine yeah. a ceremony of a of a player getting his number
1: retired who didn't win. Like, I feel like this would just be awkward. Yeah, I mean, because now, what's next? Like, CeCe? CeCe's CeCe? going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Because he's he's one of the black aces. So, like, while the... Uh, uh, um, the like barrier to get into the Hall of Fame, I feel like it's getting lower. It's not 500 home runs, it's not 300 wins anymore. No. Um like I think CC Sabathia will get in because they also take into account the same way they keep guys out based on, you know, what they maybe did off the field. I think that some of – like CC's a big charity guy, like very good for the game. He's an ambassador. I think he will get in the Hall of Fame. Spent 10 years with the Yankees, won a World Series in 2009. And they don't come close to winning without him. Like it's not even a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And now no one's going to get to wear that number again.
2: Yeah, no. C. Would be my next one. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. One guy who's not going to get his number retired is Montas. So they traded for him. He has a nine ERA while Luis Castillo is dominating for the Mariners. Honestly, I'm not trying to be cynical, but it just seems like another failed Cashman deadline starter. Like they never. None of Cashman's trades for starting pitchers ever work out. You think over 30 years, one time it would hit. It
1: just never does. I mean, Brian Cashman has not has won World Series in 21 years.
2: Yeah, I, I, but these guys are guys that are having good years on other teams. Like when we traded for Sonny Gray, he was having a good year. We traded for Montas. Well, having Sonny, a good Gray, year. Sonny Gray, was. I think that was on us. Okay, well, Paxton, I I mean, I could just keep going. Javier Vasquez,
1: I can go back to fifth grade on on this. It's never – yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, Montes is not working out so far. We have him for – how much longer we have him for next year? Yeah, this year, next year. And, you know, you hope he he figures it out because I think we gave him – you know, he came in, he stunk up the joint, and it's like, oh, your mother-in-law died and all that stuff. And, like, that's all very real stuff. But, I don't know, we've lost so many games at this point that it's like I don't – really care about your family life at this point and his starts are non-competitive
2: they're, they're non-competitive starts yeah. like he's not even he's not even close he's getting he's getting absolutely blown up and it's watching castillo you know stalking around the mound laughing i mean he has got fucking swagger on that mound he's got the dreads he's shutting us out
1: it just ma- it just makes it worse <laughs> yeah i mean i wanted the um i wanted castillo i don't know i i still think the Mariners paid like a lot for it. And I think, I, uh, I think in cash was well, obviously Montes was going to play better. Um, I mean, Jordan Montgomery is like the best pitcher in baseball right now. Of course. Uh, that, that is so classic. I don't know. What did it like? What do we do? And he's got facial work? hair. I thought he was going to be a guy who wasn't
2: going to grow facial hair. But oh no, come on. South Carolina guy. He dips all the time. He's a, he's
1: a guy that's going to have, has, I don't think he's gotten full beard. I think he's got a goatee. Like he sells Percocets on long Island. <laughs> He does kind of look like that. Like, do you think, it, like Montgomery,
2: for instance, is it is it less pressure? Do the Cardinals have better analytics? Like, he he was uh, he was like a lost kid and who wandered into the wrong neighborhood for us, and he looks like Cy Young in St. Louis. I, I don't get it.
1: I don't know. I, so I don't think that there is like an adjustment that is made, um, like that quickly. You know, any kind of major adjustment, right. unless like unless St. Louis and their coaching staff was just like going into the trade. Like we know exactly what's wrong with this fucking guy. Cause he wasn't awful. Like he was a mediocre middle of the rotation guy. Um, and part of it maybe he's just, he's just a little hot right now, but it helps that, you know, their offense is playing better than ours. Um, he never got any run support. That's true. He's Always pitching from behind. That's true. Um, and I don't know what it is. It's just every fifth day he was going to be pitching from behind. Yeah, maybe that maybe that war on him. I don't know. He's from the
2: south. Maybe didn't really like being in Manhattan. No, I think he loved being in New York. Oh, you do? It's,
1: it's the only place he he's ever been. I think he really enjoyed it. Gotcha. I, I truly believe that he was upset and, you know, unhappy when he got traded. Um But yeah, you know, like newly sun life, hey, I'm gonna show them. You know, there there are a lot of factors that go into it. And I think Cashman thought he was gonna get Another pitcher. I thought he had the, he thinks yeah. he had the trade with Miami done, but it wasn't. I mean, he got played. Yeah. And they should have traded, they should have traded
2: Torres. One at bat that that stood out to me yesterday is he was, Torres was 3 0, and he swung at ball four, ball five, and ball six all in a row. You, you can't do it. Can't yeah.
1: do it. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely pressing. Like you're not, yeah, they're not taking the obvious walks that are being given to them. We're walking in the tying
0: run.
1: Damn, was it that long? Wow. He hit a bunch of home runs early in the season, became an all-star. I mean, he's playing decent – You know, he's playing decent ball. He was never supposed to be – he was just supposed to – he was supposed to fill the hole that was Joey Gallo in the lineup. And now the whole lineup's a hole. So it yeah. makes him just look even – because there's a, a little bit in people's heads, I'm sure, of like, well, we traded for this guy, so he's going to carry the team, which is not the case yeah no not gonna not going to carry the team he
2: is going to pop a few more bombs just because of the dimensions and stuff and i i do i still i know the numbers haven't been good I still feel like he has a good approach i I like his presence in the box he plays well on the field I, you know I, I don't really have an issue with him I'm, I'm trying to give him some leeway I
1: mean, he's, he's hitting 270 in his last 15 games like it's been fine it's not you know on the season uh, you know he's a 300 hitter so it's still a little below that but it, it they tend to come in budgets like he'll get more later yeah, what, at what point do you think it makes
2: sense – like at what point do you think cutting Hicks will be addition by subtraction, almost like how Gallo
1: was? Like do you think we're we're at that point? He looks broken. I, so, I saw Chapman – I saw Cashman. I, I haven't been able to hear because we've been on here, but I saw Hubbs tweeted a clip of him, and he uh, was available for the press and just said like, I don't see a path for Peraza to the major leagues this year. So it's like where I mean who who cuz with Cabrera with Florial like you have other guys who could play the outfield we've got Bader coming Yeah I don't know I think they're waiting to see Bader come and then maybe marwin has gone or even stupidly they'll send Cabrera back down because of options
2: That that's really disheartening that's really that's really it disheartening does. Peraza just stole his 30th base
1: yesterday. (laughs) It does feel like our biggest fear, which was if they go and they have this huge beginning start of the season, instead of saying these guys have proven that we're right there, let's go out and get everything we need to finish it up. We're going to add a couple smaller pieces and say Britain's coming.
2: And that's kind of what they did. And imagine being Perot. Just put yourself in his shoes. You're watching the Yankees get no production. at short at the major league level. You've heard Cashman say Volpe is the the guy of the future. He's the golden goose. He's the shortstop of the future. And then you're not
1: traded. I'd be like, well, what's, what's my role going to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's – but like that's the game. That's the sport. They just had the chance to argue against all of these things. I don't, but I don't trust Cashman. I mean he's been dick, – he dicked around
2: with Clint Frazier and got nothing. Dicked around with Andrew yeah. Like I don't trust that he's going to develop – like clearly Peraz is ready. You don't need to be a major league scout to, to be able to look at his statistics in AAA and know that he's
1: ready. Unless there is like some huge hole in his game that just no one has figured out and they feel like the second he walks in a major league clubhouse, like someone's going to be like, oh, yeah, his shoes untied. It's 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 so it's so bizarre, man. That's that's disheartening.
2: But look, at least um, it's fun to watch Cabrera a little bit. Hopefully, he gets more burn and short. Sure. I think part of the frustration with IKF too is that they they give everybody else load management days
1: except him. Like I think he's second on the team at games yeah. played. Yeah. No, no, he plays a lot of games because there's not much backup there. It was just Marwin, Marwin right? Yeah. So, or moving Glaber over, which is a heart attack. <laughs> And you do like you need it'd be nice it, if he was hitting because what's he batting 264, which is like who, who he is for a career. Yeah. He's a 265 hitter. But if let's say he was just hitting 285 and had seven errors instead of 11, he wouldn't be an all star, but it'd be like, oh, well, that's it. He's there every day. That's fine. Mm-hmm. He could have no home runs still. Yep. So you have one home run, three home runs. It'd all be a lot easier.
2: If he was above average in like DRS or UZR, or any of that bullshit and was doing what you just said, I'd be I wouldn't be saying a word about him if he was flashing plays all over the field.
1: Well, he's no, not, not even like flash. if he was just making regular plays, you know, because what is it? it's not flashing plays that are the issue even with him? Yeah, it's, it's a literally a ball one. in front of him. Yeah. So then it would be it'd be much easier just to just be like, oh, well, that's the guy who bats eighth every day. And that's what I know. You are Luis Soho.
2: Yeah. No, it's it's very disappointing. I do think so. They said Stanton will probably be activated on Thursday. So when they go out West, so he won't play in this Mets series. They have an off day Wednesday, then they go out West. I do think when you have Stanton and Judge back to back, it can mask a lot of deficiencies. I mean, if those two are cranking bombs, doesn't matter if IKF may, maybe makes an error or whoever goes 0 for 5, but You know, they he needs to come back and rake like if Stanton comes back and he starts on one of his cold streaks and he comes back and starts one for 17 with eight strikeouts. Like it's going to be it's going to be panic city. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him to save the save this lineup.
1: Yeah. and I mean, what was it? 20. I don't think it was, was, I guess, maybe 2018. He played like 89 straight games with like a bad knee. Like, he, he, you know, he's done it before where he's put the team on his back just to keep him competitive. But. You know, I think, what do, you, what do you think the lineup is then? Like, are you going Ben Intendi, Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, lefty, righty, righty, lefty? That's tough because I kind of want to, I kind of like, I like
2: Stanton and Judge back to back. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people don't. I, I'd put them back to back, however you, however you want to do it. Maybe you can even maybe go DJ one, then Ben Intendi, and then the two Giants to maybe break up so it's not four righties in a row. Okay. And then maybe Rizzo five. So you have some, Spacing yeah. out. But I, I there's just something terrifying of – I don't care if they're both right-handed of seeing Judge and Stanton back-to-back. I just think that mentally is very difficult for a pitcher. I know there's no, no, no analytics for no. it. So
1: I believe when you have two freaks of nature like that, and especially when you need – um you need to get Judge going again. You need that protection for him that yes. doesn't offer right now. Nope. So like I'm totally for that. My concern – you just don't want it to get to three, four guys in a row. So no, I, no.
2: You know. But I like Ben Benintendi in the two hole. Um, I don't mind judging in the three hole I'm standing. In the, I know they love batting Judge second, and the analytics say what it, say what they say. But I, I like Ben Benintendi; always puts the bat on the ball. I like him in the two hole. But Rizzo is like you said, Rizzo. I don't know if he's just slumping or if that back's still bothering you, but he has been. I, I even
1: I haven't seen him do anything in like a month. It does feel like. The guys who we got in like Donaldson and Rizzo, who was like, well, they bring an attitude. They bring a discipline. They are older. Obviously, Donaldson makes way too much money. Um, but, you know, players with defense, like just father time and like the whole the length of the season is ticking away at these older bodies. And I say that being older than all of these people. And it's taking away at me, too. It is. I feel burned out. I am burned out. I
2: am absolutely burnt. Like in June, I was just flying, you know, it blissfully happy. And now I'm just so burned. Out. I'm feeling the dog days, man. Feeling it. Do you think we'll yep. get that jolt in September when the weather cools a little bit, gets a little darker, the playoffs are closer? Like, do you think that'll give them some sort of booster or, or not really? Give them
1: a booster us well, both, I guess, because <laughs> like I, I'll be honest, like, I fucking dread these games. I know I'm going to watch them. I can't lie and be like, I'm not going to. I mean, I said I was going to watch Seattle. I was up Monday night till fucking one in the morning. Yeah. Um. And now I'm not watching all of them. But it is like, you know, there. if I have anything else to do, I'd rather do that than watch the scene right now. Yeah, this past like this past week weekend was probably
2: the least amount of of Yankee baseball I've watched in any like five-day stretch probably since college uh Thursday night I got I got to this awesome you know Airbnb for a bachelor party in Saratoga Springs I think I tweeted that picture oh I'm here with a pool and there's a TV and then I went inside after taking that picture and just it was five nothing and I, was, I got the push
1: notification of your tweet and us giving up runs <laughs> before I can check my screen It's just unbelievable. They're
2: down Friday night. They lose. And then by Saturday, Saturday was the the day of going to the racetrack. And I was like, I'm not even going to like check. Like I'm going to enjoy this day at the track. I'm up in this beautiful place doing this awesome activity that I'm really excited for. And I'm not going to let them. I'm not going to let them ruin it. And then Sunday I got home and I watched just because I was tired and had nothing else to do. But no, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the games at all. I'm not. I'm not subway series. I'm not fired up tonight at all.
1: That's where I'm at is I watch like if I have other stuff to do cuz I've got a phone and I've got a watch and I get the push notifications and it's already on some TV in the house but if I'm like I got other stuff to do it's kind of in the background but then Sunday you find yourself sitting on the couch lazy Sunday kids are playing and you're just and you're just like great now we're going to walk in this run great fuck yeah. <laughs> It is. And and I mean, tonight or if you're listening to this last night, like,
2: how can you be excited about a Domingo Herman, Max Scherzer matchup? Like, there there's
1: no way to get excited about that. Well, because here's the thing. Let's say Domingo is on tonight. Right. And let's say he's on the Yankees offense wakes up and we win this game four to two. What are you going to talk shit? Who are you going to talk shit to? We fucking lost every game for a month. You got no right to talk shit. Yeah,
2: no, and that's and that's the thing. That's what scares me about this team mentally. Like they had a thirteen game winning streak last year. We've had, I think, a couple of ten game winning streaks this year. I know bipolar isn't the correct term. I don't know what the correct term. I don't want to be insensitive, but they they're very moody. Like they're very they're, they're way too moody. They I feel like they can't. You can't stay. say things are bipolar anymore. I don't know, man. I, I kind of get worried about. We've, about gone, too that. Far.
1: We've yeah, gone too far. Yeah, but they're
2: they you know what I mean. they they're just a moody ass. Team, I don't, I don't like all the high, the extreme highs and the extreme lows. There. They don't have any, you know, they, they can't go flat at all.
1: You know what I'm afraid of with these guys is that like, let's say, say they sweep the Mets, right? Okay. Let's say they turn around and they sweep the Mets. I feel like these assholes will do a club 161. Yeah, I can. They're starting see them going. to feel like jerk offs. Look They're at start- us, we swept
2: a two game series at home. Yeah, I, I could totally. Totally see that and then fly out to Oakland and just fall absolutely yeah. flat on their faces.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> Brian Cashman told Post he was angry at last year's Yankees for six months. Said he's not angry at this year's group. Still believes there it's special and that winning a World Series title is certainly in our grasps. I've never believed someone saying something less than the way <laughs> – certainly within our gra- grasp is not a confident thing. Not a confident. Is he talking now? Or are you reading like live updates? Is he giving? I'm like ran. A... No, I mean this is from like an hour ago. Oh, okay. I saw it because um. Oh, what the fuck is her name? Emily Nidal, something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to not give her the credit. Emily Nyman. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm, I don't think she listens to this podcast or gives a shit what I say, but still, she had tweeted a Photoshop of um. Uh, what the fuck's the guy's name? Something Robinson, I forget, is I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. You don't know because you don't watch anything but baseball. Right. But there's a meme of the guy in the hot dog suit saying, we're trying to find the guy who did this. And in that skit, a car that's shaped like a hot dog crashes into a store and everyone's like, what? What happened? And the guy in the hot dog suit's going, we're trying to find the guy who uh, did I this. I see it. I see it. And All right. It's like, I get it. The Thanks the for catch. explaining that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, dude. I got you. I'll teach you about the rest of the world. You getting
2: ready to rewatch the Sopranos in October? Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all queued up probably about October, October 18th. Although I'll be honest, like my, the division, I'm not, I might not be able to go to any, I don't think I'm going to go to any division series games. I looked at the week and I, didn't you talk about how, like, how can you even get juiced for the division series anymore? Yeah. I yeah. have like on-site client meetings that whole week and then I'm officiating a wedding that weekend. So, and I'm like, you know what? I I, I originally was really upset about it. Now I'm at a point where I'm just like, what the, what the fuck ever, man? Like
1: the division here is is not worth the money. It's not worth the money. It's not worth uh, you know, even if you know at times I've access to tickets, like, it's not worth calling in the favor. It's just not a favor <laughs> that's worth it. Yeah, I feel we, we did it a couple of
2: years ago. I it was like, what, 150, it was like 150, 200 bucks. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I'd rather I'd rather save the money for ALCS or the World Series. But, you know, other than, you know, I, if we went into a series against Houston, I would just be hoping to get lucky. I mean, that'd be
1: the only way yeah. of ALCS winning. Yeah, there's just no, the schedule sucks too. I hate this. Play, yeah, why'd they this, get rid
2: of the off date?
1: Like, because they threw in an extra round and cut it 20 was delayed games. a week. And it was delayed a week. Yeah, it cut 20 games from the season. Yeah, they added an extra round of playoffs and added an extra week of season.
2: Yeah, So like the the ALCS, the way I understand it, it's games one and two. Like, let's say we play Houston games, one and two in Houston off day, three, four, five at Yankee stadium, fly back that night and play six and seven. So three and
1: three through seven are all in a row. Yep. Kind of like, did Brian Cashman know this schedule when he traded Jordan Montgomery? That's another really good question.
2: And and I haven't heard I haven't heard a peep about Bader. They had hoped around September. Uh,
1: Oh no! So Bader was in the clubhouse uh, over the weekend last week, something like that. No walking boot, just in sneakers. Okay, he's got his haircut. Okay, um, because he was a long-haired guy. Um, And so basically, what he said was, it was like I think when he got traded, he came to New York. Was there for like you know you got to. If you're injured, you don't get to be like, I'll show up to the job when I'm ready. You still got to come and then whatever. Um, And he's from Bronxville anyway, so it probably worked out. So he um, said that everything's like feeling much better. He was out of the boot and basically they had him walking around, not in the boot, not doing any activities, but out of the boot to see how it feels the next day. And he would be back in the boot at times like sporadically Mm -hmm. and but he had progressed to i believe running in water so world series back on (laughs) that's so sad man and i know the the astros don't want us in water polo (laughs) you don't because between stanton running in the water Bader running in the water the sheer height of this team we don't have to tread water we're good yeah just flood minute mate it's got a roof and we'll be (laughs) yeah We'll there's take a care hur- of business. there's a hurricane joke there that I'm not going to make credit <laughs> to me for maturing. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, not not a whole lot to be uh, to be
2: excited about. We got. So it's what we got the Mets, Oakland. And then I think they got a couple with Anaheim, Anaheim. and then they come back home. Then. Yeah. Or maybe they go to Tampa after that. Uh, it's yeah, not a lot to be not a lot to be excited about. Nothing thing you jazz
1: know about. I'm jazzed for this West Coast trip that I'm not going to watch. But I, I say that now. You'll I say like that now. They're 942. 940 is a lot. Oh, God, it's pretty attainable. It's pretty attainable. <laughs> I do know that by like unless we're going somewhere, which I don't think we are this weekend, like Sun Saturday, 9 o'clock start. I'm probably incredibly high at that point. So I'm definitely not like I'm going to fall asleep. Like, Saturday, I'm trying to go to bed by, like, 9.30 so I can get my sleep. But, yeah, no, they're – I mean, yeah, these are not – so, yeah, we've got 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and we're going out to Oakland, 9.40, 9.40, 9.07, 4 o'clock Sunday game. So I like gonna, that. Are you going to catch that? Um, 9.38, 9.38, 9.38, all in – uh against – the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim of Anaheim, which is the the Angels Angels of Anaheim. And then they're in, then, then in, they're Tampa. in Tampa Yeah, that's Ooh. fucking fun. God, that's this a is
2: good. depressing. This is just the, like these are just gonna be depressing games aesthetically to while like, these are ugly ass stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The Oakland games are really depressing. Like, it's a concrete box. You hear the drum. There's nobody in the stand. It's dark. Like, it's just it's just a depressing watch. Yeah. Oh, it's – yeah, it's
1: awful. 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 Like, this – I'm dread I can tell you right now. I'm dreading doing next week's podcast. Yeah. Eh. After being in Oakland and knowing that I'm not excited to watch the games for the rest of the week.
2: Yeah, First, those Angels games are going to be brutal too.
1: Yeah, and for some reason, coming out of all that, after that whole trip, we have a 1 o'clock Monday game against the Twins at home. That's got to be Labor Day, right? Oh, it is Labor Day. Okay, Okay, that makes sense. I lost track of it for a second there. I was like, what are we doing? Two tickets for $22 Monday. Monday. Oh, Oh, you could buy them. You could buy. Oh, those are tickets. You got to buy them today. So if you're listening to this, (laughs) you missed out. You got to buy them on August 22nd. Um, here's, let's talk selfishly for a second Mm -hmm. on September 3rd. I have to go to my in-laws. It's my father-in-law's birthday. It's my brother-in-law's birthday. My other brother-in-law will be there or whatever family. These motherfuckers who I love are going to ask me how you Yankees doing. Doesn't matter if they're Phillies are, doing God knows what, because their birds are back. So they don't care about baseball anymore and they know it eats at my soul. Like nobody. Let me tell you, we get together in in April, May, June. Nobody was asking me how the Yankees were doing. (laughs) No one at Mother's Day wanted to talk Yankees (laughs) Labor Day weekend. They're going to pull me away from my pool, make me go to my in-laws and they're gonna ask me how the Yankees are doing. And I'm gonna say, not great, Bob. Not great. They
2: do it, and you know what they do? They pretend, like they'll look it up before. Like they'll watch highlights or they'll check the standings and then they'll play dumb. That's what I hate. I'm like, you know how they're fucking doing. Yeah. Or you wouldn't have yeah. asked me. And my my friend no, my friend my friends do the same thing. Like you said, June getting together, or whatever,
1: Father's Day, anything like that. No nobody nobody said a word. I'm gonna be like, you guys are two games out of the third wild cards. So what the fuck do you care? And they're just gonna be like Fucking Nikki Falls, baby, won it for us. What do you know? They're getting ready for the Mummers Parade, rubbing it in my goddamn face.
2: It's it's so – that is deadly, deadly accurate. Yeah. No, it's – it's. Are that, you going to get depressing. to another
1: game this year?
2: I'm going September 9th um, because we have a wedding in upstate New York that Saturday the 10th. So I sold it to Jamie like, oh, we'll break up the trip, go that's up Friday my, night. Stay up. And it's,
1: it's Jeter – it's Jeter like Hall of Fame nights. So oh, it such. is. It yeah. is. Oh, so another fucking. I'm surprised. I am shocked that that is on the 9th and not the 11th. Uh, oh, for 9 11? Yeah. No, hmm. no, just for a football season starting. Uh, That's a Yankees group, is right. the Yankees' move. Oh, you right. They would do like, oh, it's the first Sunday of football. Bring fuck, Bring Jeter out there. Yeah, no, that that would make sense. I, I mean, that would. Yeah. Jeter probably doesn't want to hang out in New York, and he's like, I'm not flying home on 9 11. Not that he flies commercial, but. Yeah, no,
2: I like the Friday night games. But yeah, I would, you know, there was a time they play in, they play in, Um, I think they play the Red Sox. It's like September 24th at home over weekend. I was looking at that and I'm like, no, this, this is it until the, that'll be it until the playoffs.
1: I'm going to see, I was looking at the schedule. My wife is going to New York for on the 10th. So I'm home with, I'm home with the girl. So I can't make that one. I might try the 24th. Like we've got to really see like how things are going. Yeah. But like. Because there's part of me that's like, well, I want to get back to the stadium because I'm going to miss the stadium. Like, I'm aware that when it's over, I'm going to miss these guys. Yes, yes, yes. The yeah. same way you, you miss an ex who does some stuff. But, like, they disappoint you. Yeah?
2: <laughs> no, that's, that's so true. Yeah. and But I get to a point, like, once I get to September, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait for the playoffs. Like, instead of going to, like, a late regular season, like a late September game, I'm like, all right, I could save this the train ticket money and the whatever money for the for the playoffs. And I'm like, I'm almost, I'm almost at that point, but yeah, no. And Oh, let me tell you something. So I have a, I have a nine game plan. I, I have told you this. And I mainly, I donate, uh, I donate most of the tickets to like underprivileged kids and stuff. Cause they're mother they're like, Teresa. They're the shitty games. I'm not, they're like the one I get like the lowest one. It's like one you, o'clock Wednesday. Yeah, You get like the, the Tuesday, Wednesday games so that you can buy playoff tickets. Right. Exactly. So my ticket rep calls me, and I'm like, oh, you know, and this is maybe like two weeks ago. And I'm look, and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get a Friday night plan for next year, which is, I think, like 16 games. It's like all 13 Friday night home games and three other ones. I'm like, looking at that, I'm about 90 minutes from the stadium. I'm like, you know, that that could be doable. And he's like, well, for next year for next year, this this is like two or three weeks ago. So I'm, okay. I'm probably not considering it anymore. But then this this jerk off goes, oh, well, you know, to get to get on guaranteed playoff Strip, you need to buy 21 games
1: or something. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck off then. I'm not like, go sell it to somebody else. Like, so wait, they're say. So now you have a nine game package, and this year you can buy tickets. I, so what playoffs. I have is
2: I can get, I get a pre
1: sale for the yeah, playoffs, but yeah. I don't get guaranteed, like to get a
2: guaranteed game every round without logging on anything. He was trying to sell me on, on 21 games, and I was like, dude, I live, I live 90 minutes. From the stadium, like he's, like he's like, well, I'll help you. You know, he's giving me the I'll, I'll help you find the best locations and the best matchups and you can bring out other people in exchange. I'm like, dude, I- I'm not doing it. Like, <laughs> Listen,
1: selling tickets for the New York Yankees is the fucking easiest job in the world. I know my buddy's married to a girl who used to do it. She got fired. I know a bunch of other people who've done it, who got fired like this was uh, and you're you've got a dude. Yeah. I mean that's I'm sure how he's like twenty two. That's 23. how you know you're not a big spender. They didn't say – you like I could go to a game. I could go to games. Like if I went to every game for the season, or if I just went I used to go to like forty games, I could tell you the day that the email for season ticket renewals went out based on the way the girls who work in the ticket office dressed. <laughs> like they it changed. They went into like we're going out to the club. That's how they're dressing to sell some tickets. Gotcha. But that yeah, it's sense. not. And yeah, some of them, I know some of them who like they talk about like they're Chuck Knobloch, like they were a huge part of the team. And it's like you were the people who were selling Viagra in the 90s. Everyone's trying to get hard. Well, you are selling tickets while oh, you're selling tickets now while you've got Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, Jay Carlos Stan. Fucking tough. Really? Yeah. Right. The <laughs> wheel.
2: But I don't like the principle of it. Like you're, te- like the- I was almost like put off. Like s- I- sixteen games isn't enough to get me a couple of guaranteed playoff games. Like let bre- disrespectful. Let
1: me break it down to you, Nick. Uh, they don't care about you. <laughs> the Yankees don't care about us. Sad. I've never thought they. Uh, no, I convinced myself for a long time that they did. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. And here's the thing: selling you that package means that he can sell you the playoff tickets. Right. Without selling you that package, those tickets are going unsold in general, the regular season tickets. And those playoff tickets are just going to go to someone who logs in and buys them through the website. So this rule is costing him money too, because he's not going to get the commission on your nine, because you're not going to get, like if you can't get the package, you're not getting the 21. You might just be like, fuck it. I'm not getting the nine. I'm considering that and I
2: do to be honest like it does help me like I like it mentally. I'm like, oh, like I helped out some orphans today or some whoever, you know, whatever charity I send it to like it does make me feel good. But now part of me is like, I don't want to give these guys guaranteed money up front. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, listen, the vibes are at an all time low. Yeah. (laughs) Depressing. Yeah, it is. It's rough. It's rough times to be a Yankee fan. I mean, I hope everyone else is as sad as we are. I, you know what's really fucking annoying? And I don't know what it is. Like, yeah, I follow some Mets fans. I'm, in general, like Mets, I find some Phillies fans. I got, you know, all sorts of even like shitty teams that aren't in any contention for the playoffs. They're winning a couple games, and I see their fans having fun, and I fucking hate it. I just fucking hate seeing people happy right now if it has anything to do with baseball. Yeah, it's like when you're
2: sitting inside and you can't go outside and play and you're looking out the window and all your friends are like playing football or playing outside and you're you're a kid. I'm sick of hearing about how smart Buck Show Walter is. I am sick and fucking tired about hearing about Edwin Diaz and the trumpets and being kind of local to Philly. I'm sick of hearing about how the Phillies are on a run. Those are kind of my three three pet peeves right now for sure.
1: Well, Andy Pettit's son was part of a seven-inning no-hitter in Florida, so <laughs> let's retire his number. Yeah, he's got I get nine eleven. He's got a he's got a day now. We could do that <laughs> for him, you know. And the MLB app, fuck it sucks. It sends me that push notification. I click to open it. I'm, I'll never find this story. It doesn't bring me to the story. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, that, and if I does. if I click news, they're not talking about Andy Pettit's son on the news tab.
2: Do we have any, like, Peacock games or weird yeah. Apple games or anything coming up?
1: I mean, we got those West Coast games. That doesn't count. They don't put on the schedule, like, what the, where the games are being broadcast. I just find out it's an Apple game, and I'm like, thank God, I got the night off. But then I end up, like, streaming it on Reddit, like, on my laptop, like a poor. Yeah. MLB, all right. They're on MLB Network tonight. They're on Prime tomorrow.
2: Prime, oh, I guess every Friday night game is Prime. Which yeah. doesn't make any difference for us because it's it's the same process. Fucking Bezos. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I, I do think, though, I, I, I am holding out hope. We've been very negative. But I do think if Carpenter and Stanton come back healthy and they those guys start banging, I, I do think that could change up. The, Have you heard anything else
1: about Carpenter? I haven't heard anything in the last week. No, no. Okay. Next checkup's got to be
2: like this week. Like, yeah, I would assume. Although, dude, I mean, I know it's not the same injury, but it's hard for me to imagine just as somebody that broke their ankle. It's hard for me to imagine him just stepping back into the box after six weeks or whatever. It took me six months for my ankle to feel normal, so he can do it. More power to him,
1: but. Pharrell is throwing out the first pitch at the stadium. What the? That's embarrassing. What does that have to do with anything? you You got to be able to rearrange these when it's a slump.
2: That's that's like when the Mets did. Who they had the Baja Men before the World Series, and our guys were like laughing at them. Like that's kind of it's kind of embarrassing.
1: Yeah, it's this sucks. I want to be happy again. <sighs> might be might be a while. Might be a while. Well, that's all we got. Enough depression. I'm gonna go put my kids to bed. You follow Nick on Twitter at ncurbynyy. You want to see me on the verge of suicide? It's at jj from the Bronx. I mean, whatever, we'll, maybe we'll see you at the stadium, uh, maybe we'll see you at a parade. Uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade seems more likely at this point.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?